Hey everyone, welcome to the industry show. I'm your host Nitin Bajaj and joining me today is Yug Verma. Yug, welcome on the show. Thanks Nitin, I'm, I'm really glad I'm here. Pleasure is all ours. So let's get started with who is Yug? Well, uh, I'm from India, um, from a small town called Nagpur, which is the geographical center of India. Yep. Um, I'd like to joke that, so my dad's from Punjab, which is the north. My mom is from Calcutta, which is the east. <laughs> I went to high school in the south and I went to college in the west. So I'm, I'm literally from everywhere. And my hometown is the center. So <laughs> I've had the pan-Indian experience. That's really awesome. So, you know, you've had this uh, multicultural Indian uh, upbringing and, and growth. And then you came to the U.S. Uh, for your studies, and uh, now you've started Phyla. So tell us more about it. Yeah. So you know, as you said, my background is um, I I did a master's in India uh, at IIT Bombay, and then I came over to uh, Johns Hopkins uh, to do my PhD in bioorganic chemistry. So I'm I'm now a microbiologist with a training in organic chemistry. Um, and then I, I, I did a postdoc at UCSF in San Francisco. Uh, that's where I, I kind of discovered and, and fell in love with this technology called phage technology. And I was really looking for a, a great way to apply this. Um, and one of my, um, I won't say complaints or frustrations, but one thing I'd noticed is, um, especially in the area of microbiome research, is that all this exciting technology was coming out, all these papers being published, all this you know attention and, and hope for for these technologies, but um, they just remained as as you know discovery, scientific discoveries on uh, published in journals. I wanted those discoveries to go further, be applied to a product, and, and for a product to be in someone's hands where they can say, "Oh wow, this is a product of microbiome research." Then I realized that I could be the one doing that, and so that's when I decided decided to start a company to take this microbiome research and really apply it. So that's what I've been doing for the last you know seven or so years, and it's it's just been a really exciting journey. That sounds, I mean, you know, it's always great to be able to find a problem and then say, hey, maybe I should just solve for it, right? So tell us a little more about who's your ideal customer for Phyla, uh, what's the size and scale of uh, your operations and, you know, what's the, where are you going from here? Yeah, absolutely. So Phyla uh, is an acne system. Uh, it's a company that focuses on chronic bacterial diseases of the skin, starting with acne. Uh, so right now we have an acne system on the market, which is a minimalist system, which, which actually attacks acne from a completely new angle. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for many, many years, we have known that acne is caused by bad bacteria, a single bad bacteria. Um, but all the solutions that we have, while they all kill bacteria, they kill not just the bad bacteria, but the good bacteria on our skin mm -hmm. as well. Uh, it's kind of like... Uh, finding a weed in your garden and setting the whole garden on fire to get rid of the weed obviously would not do that. Uh, so the technology that we have allows you to just like you would scoop up that weed and, and not hurt any of the plants around it. Our technology does exactly that. It kills only the bad bacteria um, and, and leaves the good bacteria alone to flourish, to make a stronger microbiome and to protect you. Um, so right now, you know, we've been in the market for about a year or so. Uh, we've done really well. Things 
are, I mean, we're growing really, really fast. We're trying to hang on. Um, our team is about eight people right now, and we're hiring, you know, pretty uh, actively um, and, and excited for that part of the growth. Uh, we also have some really interesting partners and partnerships in the works um, and, and hoping to um, announce more of that in Q1 next year. But um, it's been a wild ride. It's been really so gratifying to, to do the hard work on the science side, build a product, launch it. And then a lot of the, what I do nowadays is um, education, right? Talk about the microbiome, tell people about the research and what that means for their skin. Um, and, and that it has been really rewarding for us as well. So how does one go about finding and uh, getting the product? Right. So our product is online, uh, sold through our store, our e-commerce store. Uh, we are at phylabiotics.com. Phyla is spelled P-H-Y-L-A. Um, so you can go to phylabiotics.com. Uh, there's a lot of information about acne, what causes it, you know, how different products work and how our approach is different. Um, you can also, you know, see us on social media at, at phylabiotics on Twitter, uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, etc. And would you say typically your customer base tends to be what kind of demographic? That's right. It's for anyone who has acne. So typically, you know, it's teenagers, but more mm -hmm. and more we're seeing over the past couple of decades, we've seen an increase in acne in young people as well. So mm -hmm. it's estimated that about half of women in their 20s and a third of women in their 30s have acne now. And the number is similarly, although slightly lower for men. So um, it's, you know, something that's been growing in our population. And, and obviously that is something of concern. We don't know exactly why that is, but it probably has something to do with our environment and, you know, how we are in a more built environment. Uh, but this is a process, uh, an approach that works for all kinds of acne, uh, whether it's, you know, mild, moderate, severe, cystic, hormonal, etc. Uh, whether you have acne on your back or your chest, you know, it, it works all the same. And as you talk about, you know, this, this problem, uh, makes me want to ask you, what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now as a business? Uh, you know, one of our biggest challenges is getting the word out. Um, mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Acne is a huge problem, right? 85% of us get acne at some point in our life worldwide, wow. any, any uh, you know, society, any country you look at. Uh, yet there has been almost no innovation for, you know, 40 years now, almost a half century. Mm -hmm. uh, the result is that people are using the same harsh products for their skin that that has been used for you know generations and parents trying to find something that works for their kid are saying to themselves wait there's these products are the same products i used as a teenager i hated them i was miserable and and nothing has changed and so in the meantime, what has happened is all this research, especially on around the skin microbiome has come out shedding so much light. And now we've been able to take that research and bring it into, into the um, uh, sort of product sphere. Uh, and the biggest challenge for us is getting that word out, right? Uh, that the, the same old, same old approach, it has certain merits, but also causes all this damage. It causes relapses. These are the reasons why you shouldn't use it. And now there's a better approach. So you don't have to settle for that thing. So our biggest challenge right now is getting the word out, making people realize that, um, you know, this is the state of the research and helping them make that informed choice for themselves. Right. And that, that an alternate exists and it's better and more effective. So, and hopefully we can help with uh, 
addressing some of that challenge, right? With getting the word out. Uh, on the flip side, what is the biggest opportunity you're targeting? I mean, the opportunity is there. Like I said, you know, it's sort of two sides of the same coin, mm -hmm. uh, which is that 85% of people globally, not just in the US, have, uh, uh, you know, acne. One of the biggest markets, in fact, is India, right? It's right. A, a large population, large prevalence of acne. And so um, that's the opportunity where, and, and especially for a product that isn't a niche product, it works for all kinds of acne in all kinds of people in all skin types. Uh, it works in cold weather, hot weather, you know, tropics and, and uh, temperate regions. And so the opportunity is absolutely huge. And beyond that, we actually have a, a technology platform with uh, bacteriophages or phages where we can target any kind of chronic bacterial disease. So for example, we have several uh, internal scientific projects, a couple of which are in advanced development where we can start deploying solutions for eczema, for, for other skin diseases. And then the, the grander vision is to go into oral health and gut health and, and eventually make a, a company that looks at health in a holistic way uh, looking at the microbiome, looking at the, the host, uh, and, and coming up with a solution that addresses all of that without any of the side effects, without any of the, the harshness. That's very promising. And uh, something I think is becoming the need of the hour, right? Uh, based on how things are starting to escalate and uh, our bodies are getting attacked on all fronts. As you look back on this journey, is there a lesson learned or a success story that you would like to share with us? Yeah, sure. <laughs> There's so many. Um, you know, I'm one of my flaws is that I'm I'm a bit impatient. Uh, so this has taught me. This whole journey has taught me to be more patient. Um, and uh, I mean, you know, the life of an entrepreneur is always uh, sort of beset by ups and downs. But uh, sometimes. Uh, and, and I'm not particularly a very superstitious guy, but sometimes, man, some stuff happens just at the right time, rescues you in the nick of time, and you're just left wondering, wow, okay, you know, I was one step away from giving up or one step away from failure, and uh, this thing just happened. Uh, one of the things early on is, uh, this was this was really early on, uh, when we were still bootstrapping, Um We've had a space in an incubator. That was our lab space. We were doing research um, and we were running out of money. We were, you know, on a on the way to a bridge. Uh, we were getting some money in from angels and stuff, but we needed like a month more. It got so bad. We were down to sort of, uh, we wouldn't make rent for our incubator. All right. So I was just looking around and just then on the UCSF campus, there was a, um, um, sort of conference, a student-run conference from the business school uh, at Berkeley, Haas, Haas Business School. And they had a healthcare part of it and they said, okay, you pitch um, and the, the prize for that, for winning that pitch contest is $2,000. <laughs> um, our rent was $2,000. <laughs> so I said, look, I'm going to throw the dice. What do I have to lose, right? Whether I show up or not, I still have to pay to, I have to find this money. Um, so I go there, you know, all these really impressive guys from all around the Bay, Stanford educated from Berkeley and all. I, 
oddly enough have no nerves because i'm just thinking look the chips may you know fall may where they may yeah. i go out there pretty nerveless probably don't even remember what i said <laughs> uh and yeah at the end of the day we won and i walked away $2000 put it in the awesome. bank and paid our rent that is so cool and you know like you rightly said uh, entrepreneurship is about ups and downs and it's more about how many times not how many times you fall but how many times you get up right and and you keep walking uh, in the direction uh, of your target and just and and if you get up again and again you never fail and uh, yeah that's that's really cool so you know since you kind of headed in that direction let's talk about some one line life lessons uh, that uh, you would like to share with us yeah uh, again sort of uh, referring to the entrepreneur's journey and how difficult it is uh, and another friend of mine an entrepreneur um and, and a college friend of mine um said you know entrepreneurship is hard uh, something that i've really found helps me is uh, the stoic philosophy mm-hmm. now stoicism is a an ancient greek philosophy there are many you know uh, sort of pi- proponents of it from mm-hmm. ancient greece epictetus marcus aurelius and so on so i started reading about stoicism and i've really tried to incorporate it in my life um and it it really has made a huge difference in just your mindset right so uh, there are many concepts in in stoicism one of them is called amor fati which means um, you know whatever is happening to you uh, don't fa- feel like you're a victim don't say oh this is happening to me say i love it this was supposed to happen right your boss yells at you uh, you get treated unfairly um say amor fati you know i love this i'm embracing it because it will make me better this is a test and if i can step up to this then i will be made stronger right um and then there are other stuff like uh the best antidote to anxiety because at the end of the day all my mind is doing and it's even now it's impossible for me to shut it off is thinking oh okay so i have this list i did you know 60% of this 40% is on left to do this is what you know i should have sent this email i should have made this call i oh shoot i need to go back to the spreadsheet and do it the best antidote for anxiety is action mm-hmm. okay if you're up at 11:30 and you feel okay put everything aside for 30 minutes do as much of it as you can you want to send an email tomorrow morning draft it and schedule send it right you mm-hmm. want to do something make yourself some notes next morning once you do all that you're able to to get a little more peace mm-hmm. and then finally i think one of the other things that has happened to me is my like i started this journey when my kids were very young about 2 years old mm-hmm. and my as my kids have grown up my other kid the startup has grown too <laughs> uh but I have twin boys who are now 9 and so uh it's been just a joy watching them grow and having a part to play in it but it's also helped me I think become better at dealing with all sorts of situations mm-hmm. because when you have two kids two little guys that are you know about to throw a tantrum and you need them to do stuff <laughs> or be nice to each other <laughs> or be quiet in the in the next room while something important is going on you've got to figure out okay these are my coworkers how do i get them to do what i want and you know align them to the same objective so that's been really interesting too that's a really cool way of thinking about it right that they're not they're not just two people throwing tantrums but 
hey, they are my my partners, right? And how do I get them to play along and uh, make yeah. things easier for me because there's other fish to fry. Absolutely. And during the pandemic, they literally became my co-workers, right? Because yeah. we were all at home. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were they were in one room learning and uh, remotely. And then I was in, in another room working. And then I would have to go by and say, oh, hey, how are you guys doing? Do you need anything? So came true. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting time for sure. I've, I don't know what uh, your thoughts are, but, uh, you know, I've been very grateful for that opportunity to be able to work alongside the kids and see a part of their life uh, as it happens to them and be able to include them in in our work life in in our and give them a perspective right which uh, previously i i didn't even think uh, whether it was possible or not it the thought even didn't come to me yeah absolutely i think it's obviously changed the way we work and also changed the way we interact with all parts of our life uh, whether it's our family whether it's our kids whether it's you know for example you know, i have family in india my sister's in germany and i feel uh back before the pandemic you felt oh i can just travel see them anytime and you didn't do that right you would just put it off mm -hmm. but now i feel oh it's been a almost two years since i've seen them i really 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 want to see them and so that that sense of the world having felt smaller but now it feels a little larger because you just feel a little separation true and you know one thing you said uh, that's been very true for me is we become more intentional right like you said uh, we would think about it but not act on it but uh, the last two years has brought a lot of perspective, especially for me, where I've said, how can I get rid of the noise and be intentional, very intentional and focused about the things that really do matter to me? Absolutely. I totally agree. And especially, you know, I'll give you an example. My kids finish their school three or four o'clock and then, you know, we have some time before dinner. But then I want to finish all my stuff before that then to or by then because mm -hmm. uh, usually i'd stay till five or six or whatever and, and if i have a call or, you know meeting then I, I, that's unavoidable but otherwise i try to finish up so that they're free i'm free we go out we play we kick the ball around or we talk or whatever you know it's the read together it's so much fun and that quality time that you can have every day and build it in is it's something you can have now so true you Thank you for being with us. Thank you for changing the world uh, one skin at a time, if, if that's even a thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really appreciate you making the time to be with us and sharing your journey. And uh, hopefully we can help with uh, getting the word out uh, that there is a solution uh, and you no longer have to continue to suffer the, you know, using things that don't really work. And uh, yeah, we'd love to keep this conversation going, bring you back in, see more of your inventions uh, coming to life. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Nathan. It's been a blast. I've really enjoyed chatting with you. And I hope your listeners, uh, uh, if they're suffering from acne, give Phyla a try or at least learn more about it. Um, we're actually going to be opening up international shipping in a couple of weeks um, in early December. So uh, that's going to be exciting. And uh, yeah, there's a lot going on at Phyla. Uh, we have pretty ambitious goals. We want to, you know, provide solutions for some really important diseases that people have suffered from and that are underserved by innovation. So just looking forward to the uh, journey we're on. Well, like we say, more to come. 
Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Yogi. Thanks, Nitin.